Jane, now the uh, opposition today, the Liberal Party in SA, have put out uh, a media release headed five assaults in the CBD every day as the crime wave crisis continues. And uh, they're quoting SAPOL, SA Police Data, revealing more than five assaults have been committed in the city daily. And theft has skyrocketed, according to those stats, to a new high of around 15 incidents per day. Certainly concerning uh, the um, SA Police Acting Commissioner, uh, Linda Williams, told a parliamentary committee yesterday, the increase in crime that the figures show is just a community perception. Certainly, I've got to say, anecdotally, and I live and work in in the city, shop in the city as well as outside the city, but whenever I'm walking around, and I walk around our our town a lot, I do see police often on on patrol, on foot, on horses, uh, on bikes and in cars, regularly often around our city. So... Uh, whether whether they're there at the right time in the right place is another issue, but they're certainly around. I'll tell you that. They are around. And, and that's just my anecdotal perception of that issue. But let's talk about these uh, these five assaults every day. Sam Telfer is the Shadow Minister for Police Corrections and Community Safety. Sam, good morning. Thank you for your time. Yeah, good morning, Matthew. It is concerning. These stats, 765 total offences you're quoting here. I'm not sure over what period that is, but... Uh, uh, whether that's a, a day, a week, whatever, but it's uh, a lot of stats, a lot of numbers. Yeah, so that's for the month of April, and, okay. and these crime stats come out every month, but it's trailing by a couple of months, and, and the numbers that we're seeing, we've seen it rise. We've seen it rise from March to April. We've seen it rise from February to March. The, the numbers are increasing, and it's some of these serious ones, as you're pointing out, the, the assaults, it's the theft. You know, I, like you, spend a lot of time in the city, and, and I'm talking to businesses, to commuters, to individuals, and and there's a lot of stress, a lot of concern at the moment about these crime levels, and and I I really do worry that there's not enough strategy and thought being put into this by Peter Malinowskis and the minister at the moment, because uh, I know that he put together a, a police task force uh, over 12 months ago, and we hadn't heard anything directly from them, and the stories that I'm hearing from businesses on the ground that they're actually you know, reconsidering whether their business is sustainable because of the crime levels, because of the vandalism, because of the thefts. This is the sort of thing that if it's left to continue on, uh, our CBD is only going to be a shell of what it could be. And this is at a time where the government are trying to encourage people to visit, uh, people from interstate, from uh, all around come to our CBD. It needs to be better, Matthew. All right. So you don't have the at least the anecdotal perception then if you spend a lot of time in the city that police do seem to be everywhere. Uh, you drive around the, the busier, the main parts of the CBD at least, you know, Hindley Street, the Mall, North Terrace, Grenfell Street, uh, Rundle Street. I see police around those areas often. I know that police are doing the best they can with the resources they've got, Matthew, but uh, on the stories that I'm hearing from people who are there all the time, you yep. know, it's... It's not just the afternoons, the evenings, it's late at night. But there's some of the antisocial behaviour and crime which is happening at the moment, like I said, are making people reconsider working in the city, yeah. reconsider their businesses, reconsider 
actually coming in and, and spending time within the CBD. And, and of course, if you have that mindset, I mean, we've seen since COVID, a lot of business people are working from home. A lot of the officers aren't being fully utilised and the mall probably on the whole at lunchtime may be a little bit quieter, I don't know, by 10, 20% than it would have been pre-COVID. But uh, there is a sense of that, I suppose, that it's not what it was. Well, the CBD is, is central in its name and in its in reality of what it is for our city. And it's the area where you, you want the, the community to feel safe. Yep. You want business to be thriving. You want you know, the activity that's happening there to be positive. And, and at the moment, like I said, what I'm hearing on the streets, what I'm hearing from businesses is that they're worried. And, and unfortunately, what we're hearing from the government and from the Premier and Minister is, is very little. You know, they're, they're saying, trust us, it's going to be all right. Um, we hear yesterday that oh, the police believe it's only perceptions, but the numbers tell a different story. Maybe maybe perceptions reality, Matthew. Yeah, we had the police commissioner a month or two ago saying you can't expect police to attend every call out uh, in the city. Uh, does that attitude concern you? Well, I understand police resources are stretched, and and we have been hearing that you know there's recruits coming in, but for every recruit, there's uh, a high proportion of people leaving force. Uh, this is a worry. We, we need a police force which is actually properly resourced, yeah, proper numbers to reflect the need in our community. And we we need it because our communities want to feel safe. Uh, and this is a situation we're in. It, it's not you know, political games to be played. It's community safety that, uh, that needs to be front of mind and, and paramount in this space. So the answer, more recruiting and more police out in, in the city on the beat, essentially, is what you're suggesting? Yeah, greater resources for our police and, and greater strategy with recruiting. Look, I look into state and, and you know, the government in Queensland are giving a $20,000 incentive to recruit officers from interstate or overseas, actually making a bit of strategy behind uh, what they're doing as far as recruiting goes, rather than hoping there's going to be enough. Like I said, re- recruits are coming into the police force but because of the way that things are going at the moment, there are more people leaving the police force than are coming in. And that's a worrying statistic, which obviously is not sustainable. Uh, police have launched Operation Paragon in the city to try and stamp some of this out. But uh, if I'm to understand you correctly, you're saying it's not resourced well enough? Well, we're trying to get a bit of insight in the parliamentary committee you referred to about what exactly is happening with resourcing. And at the moment, because across the whole state, it's at a stretch. It does mean that the resources are being allocated to the city additionally when they are available. And you know, if they're already at a stretch everywhere else, obviously they're not going to be available. And, and if they are going to be moved, then they're going to be moved from somewhere where there's a great demand. So uh, yeah, it's, it's an overall uh, statewide challenge that we've got at the moment that we need the minister to be putting strategy on. And you know, it's exacerbated, especially within the CBD. All right. Well, I've got you. You're also Shadow Corrections Minister. I'm just wondering what your concerns are regarding the terrible incident at Yatala on the weekend where a prisoner was murdered, allegedly by a cellmate. Yeah, look, obviously I'll, I can't uh, talk about the individual circumstance, but what we do know is that there needs to be, uh, once again, when we're talking about resourcing and recruitment, it's a challenging time for recruiting of staff and and corrections officers are exactly the same, but there's no specific programs or uh, strategy actually put in the budget last week that I can point to that will say this is going to help with our resourcing challenges with corrections officers or with 
police officers, and, and that, I think, is a missed opportunity in the state budget. All right. Sam Telford, thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, thanks, Matthew. Shadow Police and Corrections and Community Safety Minister